Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Before we get started with the show, uh, I just wanted to let you know, you know, one of the main objectives that I had, we had for this show was accuracy, maybe a little bit entertaining. And I also wanted it to sound like we were together in the same room. Now, we all know over the last year that we haven't been able to be together in the same room, but it doesn't change the fact that I wanted it to sound like that. And over the last couple of episodes, we've noticed there's been some audio concerns. We are addressing them and we'll have it resolved. But this episode is, this is a very special episode oh, yeah. for more than one reason. Uh, but I have Eric with me. Just kind of explain what that means and, and sort of what happened before you listen. Yeah, it's um, I'm the I'm the editor of the show. For those of you who don't know, yes. So uh, I I know our our audio on a fairly intimate level, and uh, we experienced some really interesting um, new features. Yeah, in recording this last episode, mm-hmm. we set out. Uh, we we spent a fair amount of time troubleshooting some weird echo issues that just didn't seem to go away, and. And we uh, rapidly pivoted over to a different recording platform where things also didn't go great. <laughs> so that's what happens sometimes when you're when you're doing all this stuff live. Uh, you know, it, it, after a certain point, you just say, "Okay, fine, let's record." That's do right. something. So we just we're acknowledging it. We recognize it. It's not going to be super painful for you to listen to, but we wanted to let you know that we understand that this is not the level of quality that we're expecting from ourselves. And that we are actively working on addressing it and resolving it. So just wanted to get to that before you listen. In the meantime, we hope you downloaded your brackets and are ready to listen to the Stacked Out Smackdown 2021 with the potential chance of getting a personalized cameo from Steve Gutenberg. Enjoy the show. Will you be the one? Will you be? You'll find out in about 90 minutes. (laughs) Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land V World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and which is the Supreme Resort. Each episode, we will discuss and explore each resort ride by ride, land by land, park by park, overlay by... Oh, wait, that's the other episode. To determine which is better. <laughs> ride out your notes, Jimmy. I'm your host, Jimmy, and thank you for joining me on this quest to help the greater good of humanity answer this long elusive question, which is better, Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Joining me today to help find the answer from Dan Hates Concierge, Dan. Da, 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 da. Whoa. Hi. And from Eric Hates Plans the Beatles, <laughs> it's Eric. I, I hate Plans the Beatles? What? I don't know. And uh, from Christy Hates Her Microphone. Yes. Yes. We have Christy. And joining us, <laughs> very special guest from the Brewing Network, we have no. G- we are from Earsa Podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You do something else. Oh, my bad. Also from Jason Hates Disneyland, according to yeah. some people. Yes. Yeah, Welcome, Jason. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be yeah. here. And it's I didn't a- put that in air quotes this time. <laughs> we can see you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we know that's a fact. Oh. So, hey, I- we've been doing this show for like a year and a half, I want to say. And uh, I want to know, what is your favorite part of uh, Supreme Resort so far? 
Um, honestly, my favorite part of Super Resort so far is that I don't have to do anything. You guys are, are, are <laughs> autonomous and self-sufficient in every way, shape, or form. It's like it's like a free zone in The Walking Dead. That's yeah, um, that's where you guys answer. just are your own little microcosm, and I can just I can I'm I'm I go to bed at night secure in the information and knowledge that uh, I have yet to do a single thing for the show in like months, and I feel good about that. Well, we feel good about it too, um, and we're glad that you don't listen because there's all kinds <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> um, and so, just on a scale of one to ten. 10 being the highest and one being the lowest. How much more do you like our show than Sabres and Superpowers? <laughs> uh, you said 10 being the best? Yeah. You, no, let, let me rephrase. Yeah. Uh, how much more do you like us than uh, <laughs> Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk? <laughs> 10 being the best? Yeah. Like you like us the most at 10. At one is, I don't know. And, the, and one is you don't know. <laughs> Um, I would guess, you know what? I love all my children equally. Oh, yeah. so, so both of you are at a one. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> Scraping the vault is at a 10. Right. <clears throat> Scraping the vault. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm happy to say we're glad to have you, but we want to get into this cause it's going to be a big show today. We are not doing a land V world episode in a sense. This is march madness time for the sweet 16 we are pleased to announce the snackdown smackdown 2021 yeah we're going to attempt to decide which is the best snack at any all of the disney parks and okay so here's what we're gonna do we have four divisions that we're gonna go through and each of us we're gonna argue for a snack that fits inside that division and then Jason's going to decide which one he finds is the best by division. Then we'll go by conference and then we'll find the ultimate winner. So here are the divisional breakdowns. In the Northwest division, we have ODV. Yeah, you know me. And in that division, we have Mickey ice cream sandwich, Minute Maid frozen ice soft serve cup, the premier Mickey bar and the frozen banana. In the Northeast Division, we have the Savory Flavory. That's popcorn, Mickey pretzel, corn dog, turkey legs. And in the Southwest Division, we have Sweet with Heat. That's churros, beignets, Dole Whips, and carameled apples. And in the Southeast Division, Fruit Cart. That's pickle spear, cheese tray, <laughs> apple, and pineapple spear. Now, how did we get to this? How did we get to this level, guys? Let's talk about love it. of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> we had level. we had to some criteria, okay, in order to be eligible. So you may be listening, thinking, "Well, where's the whatever snack?" So here's what we decided were the criteria. Number one, uh, the rules were they must be found on both coasts and in at least one theme park to be eligible. And number two, they're always available at a cart or a walk-up counter. They can also be available in a building, but. All of these snacks have to be available at all times in an outdoor vending cart, a cart, or a window of some kind. So those are the rules. Anything anybody wants to add? I think we also, didn't we also add that it needs to be available as a snack on the meal plan, or did we scrap that? We scrapped that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, not all of these fit that, but like not a drink. Right. Right. Uh, we said, you know what? That other podcast can talk about the blue milk. That's right. We're, we're not... We 
Yeah, strap in the, 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 the valves. Yeah. <laughs> We're lactose intolerant over here. <laughs> well, <they're>, and proud. <laughs> Jason, those are plant-based drinks. So. Oh. We're plant-based uh, biased. <laughs> That's right. And we asked Jason to come on because it's been a while. And, you know, when Jason comes on, we get a boost in ratings. So it's selfish. <laughs> That's true. It's selfish. I am ratings gold. That's right. <clears throat> so, gold. so what we're going to do is we're going to go by division and we're going to kind of decide the division champions by division. Then we'll go into conference champions. Now, okay. each one of these divisions has four snacks. And each one of the four of us, Dan, Eric, Christy, and myself, will argue for these. We'll have a discussion, and then ultimately Jason will decide the winner by bracket. Okay? Now, the other thing we're pleased to announce is that if... Oh, I guess it's too late to announce it because we've already done this so well. What we're doing is if you filled out your bracket <laughs> and you fill it out accurately prior to this record release date on March 20th, and you chose the accurate winners for every bracket. You have 13 correct answers, which will be submitted prior to March 20th. You will get a personalized video from none other than the Goot, Steve Gutenberg. That's right. And if you happen to not be the winner of this, I want to still encourage you to go over to Cameo. And visit Steve Gutenberg. Uh, he will send a message, a cameo message to anybody in your life for any reason. He might sing. We don't know. Sometimes his mom is there Sometimes and they're in a restaurant. Mom. Yeah. Uh, looks like you got a new phone, but still support Steve Gutenberg at Cameo. Thank you, yeah. Steve Gutenberg. Give us a call. Help him so get the latest issue of whatever phone he uses. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Hey, okay. So what, what happens if they don't get all, like if nobody gets all of them? Like then, does that yeah, mean doesn't, that Jason like, will we, get. we get to... Oh, Jason will get, get the cameo. Yeah, get the cameo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jason, I hear you didn't win a contest. <laughs> oh, he, he's definitely not a winner in this episode. No, so, true. so what you're saying is Bracuracy is the winner. Well, I, I think it's fair to say I, the I one who, to has, say it. who has the most Bracurate <laughs> bracket so maybe right. they don't get all 13 they get 11 and that's more than anybody so they okay, as long as okay. they chose the winner and have the most accurate wins Bracurate. accurate wins that's the that's the deal all right so let's get, let's get into the, some disney news whoa <laughs> <laughs> well i feel attacked and stolen from <laughs> uh that's on the other show i do with uh jeremy um Okay, so let's get into this thing, okay? You ready for this? I'm ready. All right, what is the best Disney theme park snack? We're going to start in the Northwest Division. That's ODV, yeah, you know me. Now, ODV stands for outdoor vending. When I worked at the parks, ODV carts were the ones that get pushed around. Most of the time, they'll have sodas and waters, and they'll have... They typically have major snacks like the Mickey Mouse ice cream sandwich, the Minute Maid frozen ice cream or frozen uh, slushy thing, the Premier Mickey bar, which is ice cream wrapped, dipped in chocolate, basically, and the frozen banana. They're also uh, known for their famous song called Excuse Us, Please. There's a little <laughs> right. something like this. Excuse us, please. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, so that's the outdoor vendors. We're going to start with that division, and we're going to start in bracket number one. That is the Mickey Mouse ice cream sandwich and the Minute Maid 
frozen slushy. Christy, you go first. Perfect. Because I want to win. That's why I'm going first. Um, so the Mickey ice cream sandwich, um, had my first Mickey ice cream sandwich the third time I went to Walt Disney World. And I could not believe that they had a regular ice cream sandwich, but it was shaped like Mickey Mouse, had Mickey Mouse's face on it. Um, and it was under five bucks, which is really kind of cool. So, under five uh, is kind of a low bar. Yeah. <laughs> that is impressive. Yeah. I know. I know. I was really excited. So um, the they're sponsored by Nestle. Nestle makes them. They have the typical chocolate wafer, but it has Mickey's face and it's shaped like the Mickey icon. It has um, cookies and cream ice cream, which is the best. And for under five bucks, you can't go wrong. And when it's hot, they don't melt as fast. They can't fall off a stick. They're not made of lemonade. Come on. They're perfect. Okay. That's fire. I see your point. Uh, Now, the the Minute Maid Frozen Slushy is, it's 12 ounces, which is quite big. And it is only 320 calories. Now, that's significant in that it's it's not, you know, overly fattening. It doesn't get you filled up on a hot day. It's solid as a rock. It takes forever to get any of that stuff out unless it sits for a long time. So it's one of those snacks that you can enjoy for a long period of time. The flavor never goes away. And as it melts, it becomes easier to, to, to take in. But it's also, you know, cold and slushy and a lot of flavor and not a ton of calories. So that's uh, it's a tradition for me. That's what I do. We share it with the kids. And it's just a more refreshing, hot summer, spring, whatever day you're going to be at Disneyland or Disney World. It's a nice, refreshing treat. Low calories, under $5 at the end. Hmm. Okay. So if uh, just to summarize, we have uh, cookies and cream in Mickey shape versus refreshing and low calorie. Yes. But I do want to hear from the other two gentlemen on this call, first of all. Very well done. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, as a as a fan of... Uh, no, I'm not a huge fan of cookies and cream. I do like a good ice cream sandwich. I, you know, I, I enjoy the... Uh, the I mean, the, the cookies, if they're done properly, and these generally are, it, it's very good. The, the, the cookies and cream kind of throws me off a little bit because I just like a regular soft serve in the middle. I have enjoyed the uh, the Minute Maid Frozen several times in the parks, which is very good. But it really, you're right, it does take some time. But if you're enjoying it in Florida, it takes less time because uh, you are on the surface of the sun. Um, or, in fact, I think the only times I've ever had it in Walt Disney World is at Animal Kingdom, where you're um, inside uh, the the deepest jungles, um, where it's nice and hot and humid, and that thing melts pretty quickly. But I mean, it's it's that's a tricky uh, tricky one. I, I personally, I, I think I like the the, the citrus refreshingness mm. a little more than the uh, than the than the ice cream Very sandwich. Good. I love an ice cream sandwich, but the the cookies and cream maybe lowers it a little bit for me, even and though it's me, kind okay. of more premium that way. Let Daniel, what do you think? I think um, it, it's true that the minute made frozen thing does take forever, but once <laughs> once you crack into that. It's like you have won a prize. <laughs> and there's a beautiful window where it's still, it's the exact consistency that it should be. 
and it is refreshing. It is delicious. You're going to be in the okay. sun a lot. Let me ask you a question. What's more refreshing? Uh, which has a brighter citrus uh, effect, the uh, Minute Maid Frozen or a Steve Gutenberg video? Mm. Ooh, well, which is more citrusy? Well, the Goot does have that winning smile that yes. we recognize Dope. so much from his hit films such as uh, Short Circuit, Short Circuit mm-hmm. Two, Police Academy okay. One to Four. Uh, I, but I do want to interject. There are three potential flavors of the Minimade. There's lemonade, there's strawberry lemonade, and orange aid. So there's multiple varieties of flavor. And on a hot day, a refreshing cold citrus tends to feel better than a creamy uh, milk-based. Okay, so I've I've made my decision. Are we voting first? Are we sure. doing that whole the whole shtick? <laughs> I vote Minimade. Dumb democracy. Man, this is the first bracket. <laughs> Coming on strong. <laughs> if we're voting, I vote Minimate as well. I'm going. Well, Jimmy, so which one are you putting forward as your champion? There's three choices. <laughs> which one? Uh, strawberry. Strawberry. Strawberry is the one. Oh. Yep. Mm. Mm. Supreme. <laughs> no, no. no. The other one. Pick the other one. We'll fix it. Either Either one, the others I'm going with Minimate. I'm going with Minimate still. Okay. So it's up to me now. I choose. I'm the ultimate arbiter for this whole deal. Yep. Yep. So nothing that happened over the last three minutes matters. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know what? So there's a lot of votes for Minute Frozen. I think my ultimate decision is um, I think it's Mickey's Ice Cream Sandwich. And only because mm. the fact that it's Minute Maid, if it was a park thing, if it was sure. like a Disney Frozen Lime Maid, then that would be different. But I don't know, man. The Minute Maid branding. I don't know. Ice cream sandwich. <laughs> oh, no. What if Josh Gad himself was spooning it into your mouth? Oh. Well, it depends. If he used his glasses to do it, then yes. <laughs> well, you know he does. He doesn't actually use any other utensils. Damn. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Mickey's Thank ice you. cream sandwich. Mickey's ice cream sandwich and rum. All right. All right. Woo-hoo! The second set in the ODV uh, You Know Me is between the premier Mickey bar and the frozen banana. Eric, take it away. All right. The the actual name of this uh, confectionery treat is the Mickey Premium Ice Cream Bar. Uh, so we'll have to remember that for the thing uh-huh. that we wrote. Yeah. The, uh, so the Mickey Premium Ice Cream Bar has been around since the late, really since the 1990s, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Uh, th- that this this kind of iconic treat at the parks is not not the oldest thing around um there's a there's a little bit of history that i really want to believe but i don't know if it's true um i have i did find an account that um in the 1950s popsicles tended to be on a round stick like a like a circular like lollipop stick okay and walt didn't like that because he thought that if people dropped their their garbage Mm -hmm. on the ground people would trip over them and fall so he suggested that they start to use flat popsicle sticks and that became the standard. I can't believe that. I cannot believe that. Right. I, that 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 seems that seems unbelievable. But I want to believe. That. In case you didn't realize, this is 2021. This is the era of no malarkey. It's all over a lot right. of websites now. Uh, uh, I don't know if you knew that. So enough with the malarkey, please. All right, no more I do, malarkey, I, Eric. I do believe that I heard that one time when Walt was at uh, Griffith Park, he did see just mass carnage. 
Yeah. Because from people slipping all over. People people throwing popsicle sticks onto the ground and and then throwing them at each other. He was was sitting on that bench. The dangers of that park. Millions of people die just with one popsicle stick. Yeah. People rolling comically, cartoonishly (laughs) rolling on the sticks down the hill. It actually made the (laughs) whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, but here's an actual fact that I can confirm. In 19, uh, in 1985, Nestle uh, came on board with Disney and started making ice cream bars where it, it was a flat stick, not the dangerous round stick, but a flat stick that had basically a Dove bar on it, like just an oval with chocolate on it. It wasn't until the 90s that they said, maybe we should make this like Mickey. And uh, they did. So the Mickey Premium Ice Cream Bar debuted in the mid-90s. Nestle uh, mass produces these in a facility in Fresno. They make 170,000 bars per day because Disney sells millions of these every year. 3.3 million estimated in Walt Disney World alone each year. Uh, The Mickey Premium Ice Cream Bar is basically soft serve, covered with chocolate, it's 330 calories. Just recently, Disney released a branded Mickey bar in grocery stores that was a little bit smaller than the park version. So the general idea was it's the same ingredients, but it's a little bigger in the parks. It's a little more magical in the parks. It's somehow fancier, uh, even though there are other ice cream ver- treats available in the parks. This is still kind of that iconic treat. Personally, every time I go to Walt Disney World, I always get one of these at least once during my trip. I I have to do it. It, I don't know why. It's just the right amount of chocolate. It's crunchy. Those first few bites are perfect. And then you have to rapidly accelerate because you are on the surface of the sun. And you need to consume the end of it appropriately. But as long as you you chew it properly, it it captures things well. It's fine. Um, But... Yes, it, I have concerns. It's about, uh, it's something I have to do every every year. I have concerns about the stick that Dan's about to talk about. Oh, <laughs> um, well, I mean, we talk often about tradition here and how it's important to hold on to certain traditions. And uh, Eric, if you're done with your defense of your um, frankly embarrassing product. Um, oh on. my! <laughs> How many Mickey-shaped things are going to win this thing? I mean, well, yeah, see, here's the thing: when we talk about shapes, the frozen banana is really it's it's the one to go to. And there's some jokes I can make. I might make them later, but I'm going to hold on to that. So, um, yeah, fr- first of all, <laughs> I want to point out that the. Uh, Basically, it's a dove. It's a dove bar on a stick, and it has ears on it. Um, the frozen banana? No, 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 yeah. no, no. Oh, wow. The other what one. Dan, stick to your lane, please. Come on. Right. Wow. Well, first of all, it's made by Nestle, and Nestle is a horrible corporation. Oh, hey, it's a we love thing. Nestle. Nestle is wonderful. And this is a frozen banana, and uh, bananas have nothing but a stellar reputation in history. Um, the most consumed fruit on the planet. That's true. And that's a good point. It is a fruit. And this banana is a Republic. You can go right. to the store right now and buy sweaters. Totally. Yeah. Made of Shape. bananas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> banana peels, Jason. <laughs> so for something. This is it's it's a refreshing frozen treat. It's covered with chocolate and it's a banana. 
So it's healthy. It's an actual piece of fruit, which I know we're going to talk about later. Mm -hmm. But this has potassium. uh, It has other various uh, nutrients that I've been told bananas have inside of them. And and it's covered with chocolate and it's frozen. So it's refreshing and cold and nuts. You could get nut. You get it. You can get get nuts nuts all over your banana. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad someone got there for me. Um, Now, also, what is more Californian than a frozen banana? Besides a beach boy or an avocado (laughs) surfboard or a surfboard Hollywood or Hollywood or a beach. Speaking of the beach, Disneyland, well, you're in Disneyland. Right. But homeless people, high taxes. Yeah. So pollution. Besides those, you got a frozen banana. And Don Phillips, also known as the frozen banana king, opened the first frozen banana stand, the original frozen banana on Balboa Peninsula, located in Orange County, California, in 1940, or around there. And in 1963, Bob Teller, who moved to the area with plans to manufacture car seat belts, again, how how much more Californian can you get, instead opened a frozen banana stand after Phillips' stand has had closed. I think I've proven my point. Are you wondering <laughs> that, that frozen bananas overtook public safety? Automotive safety? Is well, that what you're saying? This was right around the time yeah. that Judge Doom was doing the, the very same thing. And according to the documentary, who framed Roger Rabbit. Right. <laughs> Making freeways. Making freeways. Yeah. Dip. No, but but in all honesty, the frozen banana, it's, uh, it's sweet, but it's not too sweet. It's an actual banana. So you're getting... Some nutrition there. If you have kids, you can you can probably manipulate them into saying like it's chocolate here. Um, I see nothing but good yep. things. That's exactly what you do with kids. That's absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> manipulate yep. them into eating fruit. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's always money in the banana stand. There is always money in the banana stand. And all right, Daniel, are you uh, have you finished? Uh, I got you. I'll save the jokes for later if this moves on. Basically, okay, it's well, shaped a certain uh, way and it's got a certain color on it. You, you oh can do geez. the math. <laughs> sure. And little nuts. There it was. Yellow. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right. Now it's time to hear from the non arguers real fast and uh, let's see if they can sway my vote. Yeah. Um, I hate to say it, I don't like bananas. I don't like the consistency. Okay. I don't Very like good. Christy, what do you think? All right. It okay. has to be the premium bar for me. I got to get one every time, too. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, did you have more to add? I just thought it was funnier if you just didn't like bananas. And I, <laughs> I just thought that was... I thought, actually, I thought you were going there, but... No, that's 100%. That's all I had. All right, there you go. Um, well, I'm going... Uh, so basically, uh, again, to recap, uh, the the Mickey Mouse bar man, uh, no round sticks. And so that's what I... That's all I got out of that. And then I spent the entire rest of Eric's, uh, you know, defense or whatever, looking up the history of the popsicle stick. Apparently, popsicles were invented in San Francisco. Wow. Mm. But I could not clarify whether or not the sticks... They did used to be round, but I couldn't determine whether or not Walt did make them flat. Were the, wait, were popsicles invented in San Francisco before or after Rice-A-Roni? Oh, because... When was Rice-A-Roni when was Rice-A-Roni invented? Hey, Google. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Um, and, then, um, and then for Dan's uh, thing, 
Uh, Nestle is bad. That's all I got out of that. And so bananas have go, nothing. We love Nestle. We love Nestle. I'm gonna bananas go. Bananas have the, nothing but a glory, very clean history. I'm gonna go with the uh, not some of the movies I've seen. Uh, brr, uh, uh, the, the Eric wins with the bar guy. I'm on a uh, I'm on an ice cream kick today, folks. And uh, Eric wow. wins with the bar. Now this will All be right. interesting when we get to it. We have two Mickey ice cream bar sandwiches head to head. Yeah. All right. There you go. But before we get there, we're going to pop over to the Northeast bracket division, and we're going to argue popcorn versus the Mickey pretzel. Christy, you go first. By the way, Ronnie, 1958. You can't go wrong with a 5,000 year old treat discovered by the Mayans. A pretzel? No! Popcorn! What's more iconic to a theme park than walking in, smelling popcorn, walking over, grabbing your two fifty sack or your $12 bucket and putting <laughs> it around for an entire day or making your husband do it? I'm just saying. So you can have more snacks and you can refill it for two bucks. I mean, I love popcorn. Um, and in 2015, they actually switched from Orville Redenbacher popcorn, ConAgra, to um, Pop Secret. Who oh. also sponsors right. Yes, Fantasmic, you're right. That's right. So my favorite part of that show. But um it's just an awesome treat. You can share it with a bunch of people. It's inexpensive and you can pick up the bucket if you want. If you just want to get a sack, you can carry you know, throw the sack mm-hmm. away, but you, the buckets are awesome. Chippendale, Oogie Boogie. Um, Mickey and Minnie and a Christmas tree, Cinderella's coach. I mean, they really are fantastic. My favorite one, though, I saw online was um, Baby Simba. He's in the position when Rafiki's holding him over his head. All I could hear was the song, and I was cracking up the whole time. So, popcorn, 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 all the way. History can't be wrong. Okay. Can't be wrong. Mickey Pretzel, let's do it. Here's the thing about pretzels. Now, like popcorn, I want to talk about it because she's right. Popcorn's iconic to the theme parks. And, you know, the, the custom buckets, I think probably a, a better argument is all the different popcorn kiosks with the different uh, little characters that are spinning the wheel and that kind of thing. I think I'll that's something we should explore. Round, oh, sorry. Uh, so the, the thing about pretzels is <laughs> that you, they come in various shapes. They have different dipping sauces. My favorite pretzel is a Mickey shape filled with jalapeno cheddar cheese. It's just the right amount of, of spice and the bread kind of offsets a little bit of salt, but there are a lot of different varieties. You can get cinnamon sugar cream cheese. You can get, uh, they've got even, um, what is it? They've got a Simba shaped pretzel and Animal Kingdom at the uh, the place in Animal Kingdom. Um, yeah. But the thing that I found most interesting is that you can find pretzels in some form at 55 different locations in Walt Disney World. Pretzel sticks, different pretzels, Wetzel's pretzels, hot dog filled with pretzels, but mostly the Mickey pretzel with cheese dip or the stuffed Mickey pretzel. At Disneyland, you can get pretzels in 11 locations. So you can get 66 different kinds of pretzels in the Disney parks. And yes, I think popcorn may be more sort of stereotypically iconic, but a pretzel is something you can find anywhere. It's very versatile, sweet, salty, cheddary, etc. Okay, speaking of uh, salty snacks, what about from the peanut gallery? <laughs> 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 uh, we see Eric and uh, Dan. 
Uh, Daniel, what do you think about these arguments? Which are you for, popcorn or Mickey Pride Salt? Well, okay, we are in the flavory savory uh, division division right now, which is definitely my it's, it's close to my heart. And I gotta say, I have Literally. feelings about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have feelings about Disney Disney Parks popcorn. It's not good. It smells good. It's not yeah, good. I agree. Okay. And there's no butter. I mean, there's butter flavoring, but there's no squirty squirty butter brother brother mm-hmm. butter. Yep. Yep. That was real. Um, and I don't remember what park I went to, but I had popcorn there. It was probably a Six, Flag, Six Flags Park in Texas. And they had the butter pump. And I was mm. like, oh, my goodness, you can do this. So there's no reason for them not to have it. So for that they reason. they have a mask on that pump? The, <laughs> um, so for that reason... I got to go with pretzels because pretzels. Okay. Yeah. All right. Eric. Uh, I do enjoy a good pretzel in general. And the Mickey pretzel is a good pretzel with a Mickey shape to it. Popcorn is fairly iconic and everybody really seems to love it. Uh, I guess uh, personally, I, I prefer the, the pretzel. Mm, interesting real quick jason i I just the thing about popcorn is it's inconsistent but you've also got caramel corn in canada canada pavilion epcot maple popcorn (laughs) which is you know it tastes kind of burnt from time to time sure that's why that's why you don't get it it's because the roasty toasties the little guys who are turning it aren't turning it fast enough you need to pay them more yeah because they're they're running that whole machine and yeah. generating the electricity for them. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so here's here's my thought. I'm going with popcorn for the win because there is you 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 wouldn't consider a Mickey pretzel kiosk to be sort of part of the park, and uh, you know those those popcorn vendors, the smell of the popcorn through the air, like in New Orleans Square and whatever. Um, no, that is it, even if you're not eating the popcorn is still a part of the sights and smells and sound of the park. And so uh, popcorn's just going to win over pretzel any day. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. It, it is iconic. So, Christie's two, and you're none. Yeah, so, I think that there's... Not, makes sure Jared. Jared. Jace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's because he got my check. Okay, right. so... Uh, yeah, but you're right. I mean, the idea of popcorn, I think, is ultimately the point, right? And that's usually what happens with a lot of these. Look, let's face it. A lot of Disneyland in general is the idea of the thing is better than the actual execution of the thing, the ride or the food or the whatever. Figure two, Uh, Epcot. Right. The idea of the thing is. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so moving on. Well, I got to just add to that. I think I remember very distinctly as a kid being very intrigued by the popcorn guys, the wheelie guys. Mm-hmm. Roasty Toasties. Ro- Roasty Toasties and recognizing that there are different ones in different places. And it it wasn't until probably I was buying my own food there that I actually got popcorn and realized that it tasted terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so to your point, Jason. Is great. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. All right. Moving on. We have corn dogs, the turkey legs in the savory flavory category. Dan, take it away. Okay. So in the 1920s, some German immigrants in Texas, they were sausage makers. The locals did not care for their sausages. 
So they decided, hey, we'll take this disgusting meat that you have, and we're going to make it better. And they, they filed a patent. The, pant- the patent goes a little something like this. I have discovered that articles of food, such, for instance, as wieners, boiled ham, hard-boiled eggs, cheese, sliced peaches, pineapples, bananas, and like fruit and cherries, dates, figs, strawberries, etc., when impaled on sticks and dipped in batter, which includes its ingredients of self-rising flour and then deep-fried in a vegetable oil at a temperature of about 390 degrees Fahrenheit, the resultant food product on a stick for a handle is a clean, wholesome, and tasty refreshment. They're called corn dogs because they resemble ears of corn as prepared. Uh, corn meal is commonly added, but this seems to be kind of an afterthought. Uh, corn nuggets, by the way, are an abomination. Um, and we, uh, apparently the, 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 the recipe for the batter that they use at these following locations. At Walt Disney World, we have the uh, Sleepy Hollow Refreshments in Magic Kingdom. We have the Beast, Beastly Kiosk at Disney Animal Kingdom. At Epcot, uh, no corn dogs. At Disney MGM Studios, there's another one that I forgot to copy and paste, but it's there. <laughs> and at Disneyland, the iconic corn dog that we all know and love. And if you don't know it and love it, you should because it is delicious AF is the corn dog cart on the end of Main Street and at Stage Door Cafe in Frontierland. And over at California Adventure, you can go to the Corn Dog Castle. Yes, that's right. This is a snack so wonderful. They made a castle out of it. And occasionally at the other hot dog location in DCA, which I refuse to say. It is savory. It is delicious. It is fried. It is... Um, all of those things. Uh, all of those things. Yes. All right, yes. Eric. Tell me about your legs. All right. My legs <laughs> uh, come from male turkeys. Hey, I want to. I want to inter- interject. I, this is the second snack that Dan has argued with a round stick, which I only find interesting because of your big thing about flat sticks and Walt not wanting. Uh, because people. Walt, yes, Walt would have been horrified because apparently in the fifties people just threw their sticks onto the ground and everybody tripped and fell. There were lots of head injuries. Yeah, make America great again. And we all know round sticks, right? And we all know <laughs> that Walt Disney was a tra- traditionalist, and he. Uh, he loved hot dogs, as is documented in many different places, and I feel like he would f- he would think that these injuries were worth it for his his favorite uh, delicious treat. Yeah, that Look, reminds yeah. me, life, life is hmm. a risk. Go right. to etsy.com. There's a chain smoker. Etsy.com forward slash coveyors forward slash weenie shirt coming soon. <laughs> oh. you, you know, you know the, the the part of that URL you got right was Etsy.com. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is not not correct at all. They'll they'll bang it. They'll find it. All right. right. In 1989, hold on. I'm sorry. I just realized we're broadcasting this on Twitch, (laughs) and we have that Steve Gutenberg contest. Uh, all someone has to do is watch this. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) We've been hoisted on our own petard. I'm gonna stop stop streaming. (laughs) No one's watching us. Nobody's watching. Come on. Uh, okay, Eric. Maybe somebody is watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we got the first round done. <laughs> we missed. <laughs> we dodged a bullet there. All right, 1989. Food and beverage executive Dave Jarrett uh, discovered at a Renaissance fair during a, uh, a trip, a, a recon trip for Disney, uh, the iconic turkey leg. He thought, wow, this is great. I need this. 
at my parks. <laughs> so uh, in 1989, uh, Big Al's uh, in Frontierland at Walt mm-hmm. Disney World debuted the original Turkey Leg. Uh, the Turkey Leg has uh, gained in popularity over time. It has moved from about $9 to $12 for a turkey leg, but this is 1.5 pounds of turkey cured in salt solution, much like a ham, hickory smoked. It's 720 calories. It's 36 grams of fat. It's a nutritious meal for the whole family to share. (laughs) Uh, Across all six U.S. Disney parks, 2 million turkey legs are sold every year. Uh, now, there has been some debate over time. Uh, Snopes.com had to step in to debunk a certain myth perpe- uh, perpetuated by uh, Zachary Levi on Conan O'Brien's show in 2017, who said that the uh, he knows, because he knows people at Disneyland, that the turkey leg is made from emus. Ooh, yeah. That is incorrect. They are made from male turkeys. Who which says is why that? It's- what a right. <laughs> <laughs> he says it on TV, like, oh, I know people at Disneyland. Oh, you know, yeah, it's made from an actual turkey. The yeah. only reason it tastes like ham is because it's it's soaked in salt brine and then hickory smoked, much like a ham. Right. He probably has a Disney news site now. Nope. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he's got a vlog. He's going to be there That's when right. Disneyland opens. Yeah. He'll be one of the 12 people allowed in. Uh, but yes, this uh, iconic... Disneyland treat or Disneyland and Disney World treat has been made. It has been printed onto uh, shirts, boxers. Um, it, it's been made into pillows. It's been made into a Rice Krispie treat. It's available in many locations. It's in, available in Frontierland at Walt Disney World, Epcot at the Fife and Drum Tavern, uh, Animal Kingdom, Yak and Yeti quality beverages, uh, Disney Springs, the House of Blues Smokehouse, Disneyland, the Poultry Palace. Uh, the hot foods in Central Plaza and uh, the Ship to Shore Marketplace. It's in, available in DCA at the hot foods in Hollywood Land and Edel. Wait, no, Edelweiss Snacks is uh, back at Disneyland. Never mind, I'll put that in the wrong order. But still, That's it's right. available in all the places. You pay $12, you get a pound and a half of meat. It's an icon. Yeah. It's a chunk of a turkey. Christy, what do you think? Texan versus Tom's. What do you think? <laughs> well, it definitely would be Tom for me because what other snack can you say huzzah? Non-ironically. Yeah, that's right? true. Jimmy, what do you think? I appreciate the fact that the fact that turkey legs are available in so many places means that there's more demand for it. But if I have a choice between uh, meat on a stick, I'm going corn dog every time. A little bit of ketchup, a little bit of mustard next to each other. Dip the ketchup and mustard simultaneously in the mouth. Can I just add that I feel like that I'm I'm a fan of both, but I gotta say that the turkey leg is fun. It's and all of that, but it's kind of like the giant bowl of cocktail that you get at the bar because it's like you're kind of you're not going anywhere. You gotta you have so many napkins that you have to handle. You're not touching anything mm. for a good until you can get your hands washed. Um, it's like it's like a novelty snack, but corn yeah. dog is just it's reliable. Yeah, I got it. I got you. I'm gonna stop you yeah. right there because yeah. the winner is turkey legs. Oh. So I don't care what right. you say, and I'll tell you why it is because the corn dog, especially at that red cart by the whatever Best, thing, yeah. right? 
Uh, the, yeah, but talking about napkins, the amount of oil that you can squeeze mm. out of those to even make it seem healthy, mm. healthy, uh, air quotes, is, uh, is obscene. And so the amount of maintenance that you have to do to make the corn dog edible, and that's the only corn dog I've ever gotten, so that's the only one that I'm pulling from reference, is, is it's too much work for me. Mm. However, the turkey leg is pretty much nature's perfect food. It's peanut butter and jelly sandwich and then the turkey leg. And that's kind of it. Um, Because it's greasy and whatever, but it's like you don't want to eat it in line anyway. So you sit down on a bench, which is, again, my favorite attraction in Disneyland. (laughs) Back to the uh, shows. Um, So it's it's turkey legs, hands down. And if you want a shirt of your favorite turkey legs, Etsy.com slash shop slash coveyers. I do have to say, though, if you have not, if anyone has not had a corn dog from the red cart, the red cart at the end of Main Street. You owe That's it. where you go. That's the yeah. only way to go. It's it, and it's it's a it's a amazingly good corn dog, and so I'm happy so, that turkey legs are still in the game. So much so that they duplicated that at Disney Springs. They have a food truck that sells that corn dog. It's like the best of Magic Kingdoms around the world, and the one thing they chose from Magic Kingdom at Disneyland is the corn dog. You mean Disneyland? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. You said Magic Kingdom at Disneyland. Well, I'm saying the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> there's a cart. There's a there's a, there's a food truck at Disney Springs oh, that has got the it. best food okay. from right. all the Magic Kingdom parks right. around the world. I'm, and the one they chose I'm just, is... I'm just doing to you what you sometimes do to other people. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right, moving on to our next division. This is the Southwest Division. This is the Sweet with Heat Division. Now... Let me just explain. Uh, all of these things are either sweet or require heat to manufacture. So, <laughs> okay. But they're all sweet, but some of them require heat, like the churro and the beignet. Both require heat, and they're both sweet. Uh, Christy, you go first. Awesome. Well, churros rock. I grew up in a town that has a very strong Hispanic influence. I've been eating churros since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, as my grandma used to say, but they were first sold in Disney in 1985, and Jim Lowman, I'm losing my mind, sorry, was um, trying to find a treat to get people into Videopolis, and so he was kind of looking around for something, but he was at the Long Beach Grand Prix, and he saw a line at the churros booth, and so he jumped in line, he tied a churro, and he said, that's it. So he talked to, um, he happened to see the box that the churros were in, which was J&J snack food. He contacted them and they had a, here comes the heat, warming oven to keep the churros warm. And so he contacted them and they actually increased the length from six inches to 12 inches. He put them in a cart at the end of the Mark Twain, where Mark Twain exit is he put the cart there and people actually started following the cart and so he knew he nailed it are you telling me the origin of the churro at disneyland was the hastily first thing michael eisner did videopolis (laughs) yeah it was so crazy and i guess they couldn't get people in so they wanted a snack to do it he put two carts in videopolis and now they're everywhere they're everywhere and there's 90 different kinds it's crazy. And to be fair, Jimmy, it, it was really the Imagineer Breck Eisner. That's true. 
and uh, Etsy.com forward Churro, slash shop forward slash cubby years forward slash churro shirt. There you go. Sure. Mm. I don't know about that last part, but yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, churros. Got and it. Daniel? Yes. Well, this is an interesting matchup because we have two products that are kind of just taken off the shelf from somewhere else. Uh, it was, I mean, the churros, and I'm not saying this to mm-hmm. discredit it. No, I have a similar situation. Um, churros are, it's a store-bought thing. They just put, they were just, they were very smart to put it in the parks. I agree with that. The beignet uh, or originates at Cafe du Monde. Well, the most famous, the one that they're they're uh, trying to get to emulating. is uh, emulating. Thank you. That's the word. Um, is I like trying Ca- to get to personally. <laughs> <laughs> Try a Cafe du Monde in New Orleans, which is sh- served with chicory caf- cafe au lait. Uh, beignet is a type of fritter. They're commonly known in New Orleans as a breakfast served with powdered sugar on top and they're traditionally prepared right before consumption to be eaten fresh and hot and uh, there's variations of this food across the country um, but this is the most famous one and you can find them at Le Al Boulangerie Patisserie in Epcot. Jimmy, you want to clean that up for me? Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, and you can find them at Port Orleans and the Mint Julep Bar at Disneyland. They are pillowy, they are soft, they are, they're like they're like they're your pillow, but they're delicious, and um, you can put them in your mouth. And fun, fun, extra fun part looks like it can look like you did just like a bunch of cocaine because the powdered sugar. <laughs> um, and Dan, th- l- let me help you a little. Uh, also, they're yeah, sold, I don't do sweet things, so they're also <laughs> sold at the Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, where the single greatest event in the history of mankind was held. That was mm. the Years Up 100th episode. Mm. Starring Dan and Jimmy. Um, That's right. That's true. Where all of us met except for Jimmy. Eric and I. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, uh, I don't know. Jimmy, what do you think? Uh, But before I rule. I mean, Churro's too much of an icon. Yeah. Christy, what do you think? I like Churro's and I argued for them, so they should win. That's true. So Eric is who I'm missing out. Sorry, I apologize. I'm looking at. I wrote your name down, but I meant uh, Eric. I, I I kind of uh, I kind of agree. Churros. Now I, I will say at Disney Uh-oh. World churros. Nothing can be simple with this. Oh show. right, oh, no, right. No, no, that's no. a good point. <laughs> the Disney Dis- World churros are they suddenly and they come with chocolate like automatically because they suck so bad. So yeah, and they're like little bites and they're all they're overcooked. The beignets are are pretty decent oh, at Disney World, and weird. I've been to Cafe Du Monde. Yeah, we're complete, Jason. We have yeah. to we have to get yeah. into all of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm just used to talking over everybody on my show, so it's very <laughs> new for me to like yeah, sure. let people yeah, let people get another yet another idea out. It's like, no, <laughs> I have things to say. Um, it's gotta be okay. So it's uh the the, the uh the four, right? The the what I'm gathering from everybody's argument is uh churro. So it's a one word argument, and then um the the bing the bignet the bingangans the big, the bagangans bignet so um, they're think, better at Ralph Brennan's and yes, so I don't think that you can have <clears throat> and a counterpoint to that the California churro stand in downtown Disney is not the same it's not no. the same brand of churro however 
you can go to Sam's Club and buy the exact churro that the park has. And Costco. True. Yeah. I don't think nice. it costs. No, I not Costco. It was only Sam's Club. I think Sam's it's only is the Sam's Club. official J and J brand. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do that. I'm voting churro. However, as a side note, I just made this published. I spent two hours the other day doing this. Uh, uh, Taryn and I watch a lot of Great British Bake Off, mm-hmm. and they did a batter episode, which one of the challenges was to everyone to make churros. Churros. But the way that the Brits say churro annoyed me so much. It stuck in my head so much. I downloaded the episode and I made a super cut. It's 44 seconds long of every time they mispronounce the word churro. They say churros. Churros? Churros. And they say, and they say churros for singular. And then they, they say churros for plural. It's, it's a churros or I'm making churro and it's, it, it will eat your brain alive. So you can go to our, uh, our, uh, our YouTube page, which is, uh, you know, ears up, whatever it is. And then, uh, and please watch <laughs> these. It's, it's 44 seconds long and it will never leave your mind. Next time you go to the parks, this is a perfect thing to sort of wipe your mind clean from. And I got to add the beignets and I, I agree. I think churros are, are the superior one. Um, the beignets, they're kind of a nice theming thing because it's in New Orleans Square. It's kind of a nod. It's However, over. I know, but I'm not I'm not arguing for it. I'm, I, I think they're terrible because they don't have chicory <laughs> because they don't have chicory coffee and they should. Right. Oh, yeah. To go with them. And that's um, chicory, about chicory coffee tastes like dirt, man. I can't do it. Yeah. It's great. I don't know. But it's I've got it from like the can, like the can that you buy at Safeway. Oh up no! Here. I've, I've never had it in New Orleans, but I will next no. year. No, you it's, need you need the full experience with cafe au lait with chicory, and the beignet with too much sugar. It balances. It's perfectly balanced. It's in a tent for some reason. I don't. It, it's like the most yeah. famous restaurant there, and it's just, it serves fried Ooh. dough and coffee. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I will also say that um, I get. I wear my churro shirt to Disneyland, Disney World. I wear my churro hoodie, as weather permits. And I was wearing my churro hoodie last time I was at Disney World. It was January. It was a little chilly. And the I went to the Mexican restaurant counter service, and the manager of the restaurant was so enamored of this shirt that he took a picture of it and proceeded to tell me the entire detailed history of the churro. <laughs> the churros. And, and then did you tell him, sir, have you not listened to my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, I told him, go to uh, Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash cubbies. You can watch um, a video. You can watch a video about how it's really pronounced. Right. Okay. Up next, we have Dole Whip, the caramel apple. Christy, you go first. Eric, you go first. Sorry, <laughs> I wrote down. I wrote down Christy. <laughs> I mean, the caramel apple no, can go I've, first. I've, I've already gone care. first. All right, we're going to get into a little bit of history here because uh, people seem to like this Dole whip. The uh, so Dole started its sponsorship of the tea, the uh, of Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room in 1976, but they didn't start selling a Dole whip until 1986 in Walt Disney World. I, I'm sorry, no, uh, 1986 in Disneyland. 1984, they started selling at Walt Disney World at Aloha Isle in Walt Disney World. So it, it seems like Walt Disney World started selling the Dole Whip first, which is strange because Disneyland really has taken it and run with it completely. Mm. Walt Disney World opened up a second area to purchase purchase the Dole Whip in 1985. 
Uh, they started offering 24-7 self-serve service at, started out as Captain Cook's as a bar, then became the Island Ice Cream Company, then went back to Captain Cook's. Basically, it's their 24-7 quick service area where they had a uh, an area to get self-serve Dole Whip until 2014, where they moved it to a new location. Um, the Dole Whip has become this uh, this staple over the years of very few locations until um, it started to expand in 2013. Um, Epcot's International Flower and Garden Festival opened a Dole Whip kiosk called uh, the Pineapple Promenade, where you could add coconut or dark rum to your Dole Whip if you if you chose. Um, other festivals after that uh, started to copy that formula. So uh, Epcot for quite some time either had a Dole Whip with or without uh, rum at the Pineapple Promenade kiosk when they were doing festivals or in the refreshment port, which is a permanent sort of kiosk uh, uh, along the, uh, uh, the World Showcase. Over time... Festivals have introduced other types of rum that you can add. You can add spiced rum, macadamia rum, dark rum, coconut rum, and even creme de cacao. Uh, they've just offered multiple uh, variations over time. Also in 2013, uh, the company that wa- that licenses Dole Whip products changed the creamer in the products to a non-dairy creamer, making Dole Whip a uh, vegan product mm. as well. Right after 2013, it kind of exploded. Um, Animal Kingdom started offering Dole Whips at uh, Tamu Tamu Refreshments. In uh, they, For some reason, they started calling it Pineapple Soft Serve, which is the name that Dole recommends other places, places other than Disney and Dole right. name it. Uh, they also came up with the Sin- Simba Sunset, where Dole Whip Pineapple is paired with watermelon, strawberry, and coconut syrups. Um, and we start to see this this shift where we, we bring in some of the other flavors of Dole Whip over time in the parks, where Dole kind of came up with the, the, the pineapple soft serve first, but they, they also offered other types of soft serve. They have the orange soft, soft serve, not to mm-hmm. be confused with the citrus swirl in Disney World, which is a slushy orange juice. They have orange soft serve versus frozen orange juice not to be mistaken with the minute made orange aid also the frozen. <laughs> right yeah yes frozen it, it lost or did it win i nope. forgot nope nope okay mickey right. you picked yeah. strawberry all right uh, they also have lime soft serve raspberry lemon strawberry mango and coconut uh offered at disney parks at basically it's it's expanded to the point at walt disney world where now it's offered at disney springs where they have dole whip nachos which are waffle Ooh. cones covered with not real nachos it's chunks of waffle cone covered with pineapple soft serve all-star movies resort has a self-serve a pineapple dole whip in their world premiere food court storybook treats in magic kingdom sells peter pan floats and lost princess cones using lemon and lime soft serve aloha isle offers the kakamora float which has become very popular it's uh, coconut uh, soft serve with other flavors um, mixed in and other syrups. Boardwalk Resort sells uh, Dole Whip smoothies at Boardwalk Joe's Marvelous Margaritas. Blizzard Beach has a, do- uh, a Dole Whip kiosk. Disney Springs Wine Bar George sells Dole Whips blended with 
Vodka and Wine. Trader Sam's Grog Grotto and Tiki Bar at both coasts sell a blended product of Dole Whip with rum. So it's all consistent. It's not just Dole Whip with rum on top. And the Coffee House at the Disneyland Hotel offers a Dole Whip and a Dole Whip float with just a shot of rum on top of it. It's it's exploded over the years. There are so many different ways of doing it. Ultimately, it's a bag of reconstituted powder that you <laughs> put into your soft serve machine. You mix it with water. You put it in your soft serve machine. It's vegan. It's gluten free. It's dairy free. It's fat free. I it, I mean, really, it is an icon of both coasts. So one of the things we decided when we were doing criteria is that we were going to come with one submission. Right. So, right. what is your ultimate submission of the variety of Dole Whip? The regular Dole Whip. I would have I would have submitted the Dole Float with the real 100% pineapple juice that gives it a little kick of real flavor. Um, um, but you'd be, I mean, you you might be incorrect there. Yeah. So I don't know. I submit. I personally a, prefer the Dole Float, but Dole Whip is what everybody says. I, I submitted. Okay different sort of fruit and you talk about history you talk about 1984 1986 i give you the garden of eden (laughs) because the carameled apple derivative of the apple found in the garden of eden um so the carameled apples are another sort of stereotypical theme park food you get candy apples the, the red things covered in candy you get caramel apples uh, Dan worked at the Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory, so he knows all about the detail and, and specific pain that goes into making the caramel to dip the apples in. It spits at you. That's right. And uh, so you can get various varieties. You go to Goofy's Kitchen at Disney Springs, and you can make your own, kind of like a, a Subway or a Chipotle, where you start with an apple, and you can dip it in this, you can add that, dip it in that, whatever. So there's a, a infinite variety. But what I would like to submit for argument is the apple pie caramel apple. That is a caramel apple, an apple dipped in caramel, which is then dipped in white chocolate, which is then dipped in cinnamon and sugar. Topped with two marshmallows that make the Mickey shape, the Mickey apple pie caramel apple with a round stick. That's it. And I point out that we're both in the sweet with heat area, um, and one of the the clever hacks in Disneyland for Dole Whip is to pick up the tahini um, packets and then oh, pour like yeah. chili pepper over oh, your Dole Whip. That 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 might be the only heat. It's a frozen beverage. There's no heat, okay. but you, okay. you you get it to beat the heat. True. And oh, what do you yes. think? I think first of all that Jimmy would have been insane to submit the dole float because we don't want it's not we don't like the the dole whip because we like pineapple we like the dole whip um i see your dole whip guy i'm i'm it's too iconic we can't not <laughs> christy what do you think it has to be dole whip i my husband even has dole whip socks see yeah. i'm going i'm going dole whip Although personally, I think it's an abomination to snacking in general, and I think it has it tastes artificial. It's garbage, and the world would be a better place if Dole Whips weren't around. And that's wow. I've, I've, that's my platform. I have stood on it before, and I will stand on it again. However, I'm selecting it 
solely because you, you mentioned the Garden of Eden uh, and and white <laughs> chocolate. White chocolate had to have been invented by the devil. It is the most disgusting form of chocolate you could ever imagine. Therefore, caramel apples lose. Dole whips win, which is unfortunate. I hereby submit my resignation from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Are yeah. you invested in a bunch of white chocolate companies? <laughs> no, it's just my only, yeah, the only form of chocolate I like. Oh, um, really? No, you wow. can't tell me that you have like a... 75% cacao dark chocolate bar and you would rather go, oh look, Hershey's white chocolate. You would rather do that? I don't think so. Here's no vanilla way. and wax. Let's eat that. <laughs> I'm all in. Cover it all with right. an apple. Okay, God. so we're moving God. on to the final division, the Southeast Division. This is the fruit cart. The sleeper. Sleeper hit. Pickle spear. Pickle spears can be found in most fruit carts along with the Cheese tray, cheese and fruit tray. Dan, you go first. Okay, so the pickle, um, it's quick, it's easy, it's refreshing, it's salty, and it can kind of prime your uh, taste buds for other snacks or perhaps other meals that you might encounter the rest of the, the, later in your day. And um, it's compact. It comes in a little a little package. It, it holds its own juices, and you can take your time with it. And it does take time. And so the human body. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Also um, equally salty. Yeah. Equally salty. Um, and it uh, pickles have uh, wonderful uh, microorganisms in them uh, that can help you survive. Did you know that the human micro- microbiome consists of over 100 trillion microorganisms that live in and on us? Many of them help us to stay healthy while deriving the food and space they need to survive. Uh, we might be going over that in a class that I'm teaching. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, math. Pickles. Pickles are great. They're. Uh, they're they're the classic food. Uh, I'm submitting for. Oh wait, I'm where you can find them at Disney parks. I have more to talk about because uh, I know it's going to win against the, the the whatever other thing, cheese or whatever. It melts and okay. it gets stinky. Pickles are stinky, but they're delicious stinky. And the varieties are hot, spicy, original. And where you can get them? Look for a fruit cart. That's where you can get them. That's right. Uh, I, I'm going to submit the cheese and fruit tray. Now, these can be found in a lot of fruit carts, but they also can be found in almost every one of your resort markets. Now, this is a great way to start the day because it's little cheese cubes pre-cut, uh, mostly cheddar. Sometimes you get some mozzarella. Sometimes you get some like uh, pepper jack. Hmm. And it usually comes with grapes and apples and maybe some nuts. But it's a really nice way to start the day. You get the protein, you get the fiber, and it's found virtually everywhere. And uh, it's a great way to start the day. It's a more wholesome snack. I got to say, though, that I think that this is kind of cheating because you're going off of it not being a fruit cart exclusive item, in a sense. But... It's on a fruit cart. That's what we decided. It has to be found on I the know. thing. And I just know. like, for example, I'm... carameled apples, you can't find... This is the one exception. You can't find it at a cart, except for Harambe Marketplace, where you can get apples with caramel you can dip. Yeah. So I kind of... R.I.P. Yeah. Well, and we needed something <laughs> to fill out slots. So it's, and it right. didn't win, so it's fine. All right. Uh, Chrissy, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. Um, I love a cheese tray. I do. Cheese but tray. Pickles. Tray. 
No, it uh, has to be pickles. You're I can't have a cheese tray, but it has to be pickles. Has to okay, be. and Eric, swing. <laughs> um, pickles. Okay, that's, that's um, the I only think argument I have. What's What's interesting here is that you guys have now chosen uh, Dan and Jimmy as a head-to-head. Those are the only two of you who haven't won an argument today. Wow! So one of you will have to win something. Um. And I don't know who it's going to be. You might as well go, you know, Dole Whip and, you know, Pepper Packets from the... Something. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is I'm your... Gonna, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Pickle. I'm going Pickle. I feel a little betrayed, um, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Pickle Dan. You know, like a Pickle Rick. It's a joke. Um, <clears throat> because, I mean, self-contained, the, yeah, you, whatever. Pickles are, are are cool. I've never once seen anybody eat a cheese, like, on-the-go cheese tray in the parks. I've never seen that. I feel You've never like been che- with me. It's true. Uh, except um, when you paid to watch me talk. That's true. So there's that. <laughs> I did uh, win a t-shirt, no. though. <laughs> you did. No, but, like, you know, in, in, I feel like even at... At hot temperatures, a pickle will not be like oily, you know, when cheese sweats. Mm, totally, yeah. Um, so I feel like pickle is sort of a, a, a more robust park experience. I'm going pickle. Okay, moving on to the final round in this divisional uh, division 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 series is the apple <laughs> versus the pineapple spear. <laughs> These are both whole fruits, whole fruits. One in spear form, one in its own apple form. Well, is the pineapple spear just the core of the pineapple? No, it's not a the spear. core. It's a yeah. spear of the pineapple. It, they the they cut out the core, and then it's it's a, a, a segment. Outside. So and those oh, of you who have segments. seen the uh, Taste of Hawaii uh, video uh, yeah. at uh, the Tiki Room, once, you all know how difficult it is to acquire a pineapple and to cut it. That's right. Once reside for kings. Yep. Uh, all right, Christy, you start. Yeah, I, I give you the Garden of Eden. <laughs> uh, white no. chocolate again. Here we go. Oh, oh no, no white chocolate. But apples are fruit. They're good for you. Fiber. They're biodegradable. I mean, honestly, I mean, you could eat an apple from grabbing it off the fruit cart to the next trash can and you're done with it. You don't have to lug it around for the day. You're not, you don't need a spoon. You don't need a napkin. You can just have an apple and enjoy it. And an apple a day keeps the doctor away. That's cool. All right. Uh, an equally well-known slogan is a pineapple spear a day keeps the veterinarian away. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know. Somebody, it keeps somebody away. Uh, Dole became the sponsor of Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room in 1976, and uh, they established the Tiki Juice Bar outside of the uh, outside of the attraction, where they sold pineapple juice and pineapple spears for many years before anybody ever thought to uh, put powder into a machine and make the <laughs> amazingly great uh, Dole Whip. The pineapple spear is a chunk of pineapple. Yeah. There we go. It's available at the Tiki Juice Bar, uh, Tropical Imports in Adventureland, and the Fairfax Market at DCA uh, in Walt Disney World. It's located at various other fruit carts. Uh, you can also get it at the Marceline Confectionery, covered in chocolate. Mm. It's a hunk of pineapple 
and you can eat it. Nice. All right, Dan, what do you think? You tell me your opinion on this, and I'll tell you if you're wrong. I got a clarifying question for Christy. Do they have multiple varieties of apples, right? Or is it just one? They got a gala. They got a pink lady. Yeah, there's a couple. Okay. Um, usually, I just oh. grab. Um, usually, get a pink lady there. I think because they're a little bit smaller. Delicious. They're not giant like the Fuji's. Can be really big. I was um, just joking. I had no idea. So <laughs> I thought they were all green. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna go with apple because i think adventureland should should have a monopoly on pineapples right they should jimby the difference between a you know apples have different varieties to your point and different kind of flavors to the apple depending on ripeness a just okay apple is never as good as a just okay pineapple Mm. pineapple is my favorite fruit pineapple spear wins um, I'm going, well, now I'm tempted to change. Um, Cause you I'll were going to say pineapple, but I said it. I can give you one more piece of information about pineapples. They have an enzyme that will not let jello solidify. You have to use canned pineapple if you want your jello to set up. So anytime so you're you making go. jello at Disneyland or Disney World. <laughs> Don't take well, the pineapple I'm thinking, cart. I'm thinking that cool. apple wins. Oh, no, wait, excuse me. Pineapple, excuse there me. There we go. Oh, it's I a similar confused. kind of apple. Yeah, yeah, it it's the same it thing. So, There's a few uh, Definitely pineapples going uh, because pineapple, uh, number one, uh, is just cooler. You know, I think like snacks in Disneyland and you're in the resorts or whatever, they got to look cool. And nothing says, I'm cool, like juice dripping off your chin. Yeah. Uh, Whether it's pickle juice or pineapple juice, both are spears. Or turkey leg nice. juice or yep. Yep. whatever. Um, There's a theme. Juice. Here we go. <laughs> Now it's going to get serious. Now we're in the division finals. Your attention, please. <laughs> hey, everybody. Let's take a break from the action. We have action? with us he- here. You call it action? Yeah. This yeah. is just hey, hey, a bunch on. of nerds talking about, like, paint. Paul, can I can I do the intro thing? Yeah, yeah. Do your little intro. That's fine. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. I got nothing yeah, but we- time here. It's fine. All right, yeah, and that's why I want to like move things along. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, okay. Uh, thanks, Paul. Uh, we have here with us in the Supreme Resort Studios, the one, the only Paul Pressler. Yeah. Uh, hi. Uh, so I'm just going to cut trace straight to the point. I've been listening to your little, um, you know, nerdy podcast, and you know, a uh, bunch of a uh, bunch of big boys, bunch of big big girls. You like to just you know make fun of people. Say I'm what you're Thanos. I'm Thanos to you. Is that what's going on? I, I believe that was said. Yeah, at, at some point. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. I bet you got a lot of uh, a lot of listeners from that. You know, I'm gonna here. I'm gonna make a compliment sandwich though. I think I messed that up. But it, anyway, the good part is I do have to say that the audio quality of this podcast has improved in the last couple episodes. I've been listening to this show, and I've heard the things that you say about me. And first of all, you should be ashamed of yourself. And second, I think it's just really inspired me to come out of retirement. And, you know, my whole thing has been I go to things and I improve them. Hold on. My microphone came out of my I mean, my headphones came out of my jacket. You better not edit this part. Sure thing, Paul. Okay. Come out of retirement. And as you know, my whole thing is I go to a, a place and I make it better. Right? Is that... 
Okay. I just, I, I landed on the catchphrase. You can make something better or you can make something Pressler. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going all over the place, finding properties that I can improve upon. Like, give me an example. Like, like what's something that you think could be made better? I'll, and I'll tell you how I do it. Like, you think about a hot dog? This is how I would improve a hot dog. I mean. Make it a hamburger. Boom. Okay. Well, I can see how this is going to go. Yeah. How, how, how about something that's already pretty great? I mean, anybody can make something better. What about something that's, that's already really awesome? Like our, our travel partner, concierge. Travel planner? I'm, all, I'm ahead of you on that. Because I know that you have your precious little travel planner and to stick it to you the way you've stuck it to me, I've actually put my own travel planner on the webpage. It's called Conci Pressler. And you go to geocities.com uh, okay, hang, hang slash on. Baja slash 1587. And what you see is going to make you weep. Okay, here we go. Check it out. Oh, this is uh, okay. So this is this is pretty great. I, I haven't uh-huh. seen that dancing baby in a while. Um, uh, well, now it's time. It's making a comeback, just like me, Paul Pressler. Okay, so now does your travel company offer what? I mean, what kind of services do you offer? Concierge, yeah, uh, offers twenty four seven service. Uh, they they do take all of the work out of planning for you and your family. Okay, well, Concierge Pressler, it has uh, a lady named Kathy. She does. Uh, she answers phones between three and six because that's when the kids are doing uh, soccer. Okay, is the phone number toll free? Like eight five six hour ears? Uh, it's one nine hundred. Concy Preston. Okay. Um, will you Kathy... have to be eighteen and over and have a parent's permission if you're a child? Um, Kathy gets a little racy sometimes. Right. Uh, well, we we don't offer anything like that at Concierge, but uh, yeah, I know. I mean, we sure will sit That's on. That's why this is Pressler. It's not better. It's Pressler. Okay. Our, our people will sit on on the phone and make reservations for you. They will recommend good activities for your family, not just tell you what might hmm. be nice and then tell you to. That stay sounds home. really expensive. That sounds like a very expensive proposition. Yeah, it's it's not. It's the same price as if you booked it yourself through Disney. So, hmm. But why would yeah, you want right. to do that? You can just you can when you can call Kathy and you don't even have to go to the place afterwards. She'll just tell you about it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure that this uh, this service is for me, Paul. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just gonna. We'll just close that that window there. I don't care anymore. Okay. Like, can you delete that part? Um, yeah, Paul, I, I think we need to end this interview. I, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to leave. Sure. I'll end you. Uh, um, uh, it, uh, can, can any of the, the guys from the, the banter show, like take care of this, this clown, get him get him out of the, clown. get him out of the studio. Paul, just like a mime. Hey, listen, we got to record this crappy star Wars podcast. Get over here. Come on. Come on. Well, can, yeah, thanks. Let's improve come that. On. We, come let's, on. let's talk about the prequels. Keep up the good work. 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 To all who come to this happy place, welcome. To all who come to this happy it's place, it's late night at Disneyland. Oh. To all who come to this happy place, it's late night at Disneyland.
No, division oh. semifinals. Oh no. Division semifinal number one. ODV, yeah, you know me. It is the Mickey ice cream sandwich versus the Mickey premium ice cream bar. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we're going to handle this because all the arguments have been made. <laughs> well, I do want to submit that you can also get your Mickey ice cream sandwich at a grocery store near you because Nestle did release them for Mickey's 90th birthday as well. Oh. I'm just that out there if it sways anyone one way or the other. Well, well that, that actually takes away something for me because now you can get them both at the store. You can. Both can be gotten at the store. Both are in slightly smaller versions. They are. Well, hang on. Um, who's, who's making these arguments? Uh, so that's Christy and uh, Eric. Yes. Christy and Eric. Okay. Christy is the sandwich. I am I the am. better. I'm. The, uh, my bar literally has premium in the name. Mm. I don't have it's a true. death stick in mine. Oh. Mm. No death stick. So the, the trip. I, uh, uh, here's, this is a flat stick. Here's my uh, here's my before you get to it, Jason. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like the cookie part of the ice cream sandwich. Too much chocolate, too much fake chocolate. Oh. I would choose the uh, premium bar. I like a crunchy mm. ca- chocolate shell. You, you okay. crunch into and, that shell. Oh yeah. And Daniel, I gotta go with the premium. Iconic. You but know, mainly what? just because is... it's called premium. I, I like I said, I don't usually do sweet things, so I. So you're a marketing person, like you would be marketed to. Oh, totally. I have actually ordered things off the menu if if it says, like, uh, the the grand or best or whatever. I'm just like, mm-hmm. because that's why, it on, that's why he's on the Supreme Resort Ketchup. instead of exactly. the, the good just, resort. Well, I'm, <laughs> right, I'm, just, exactly. I'm just saying that it's a good... If you're going to make an arbitrary decision, then you may as well make the arbitrary decision towards the thing that is advertising itself as being... Premium. Correct. Correct. Well, so a lot of these on the other ones, I tried to go with like the arguments, but like you said, since a lot of these arguments have been made, I still want you guys to 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 give me reasoning, right? To to, to, to sway me, but I'm going to go with with what I think now more more than uh, you know a, a value on your position. I'm going oh. uh, I'm going uh, premium bar. I'm going bar. Premium bar. bar. Because All right. All right. I think it. I think I I agree with you, Jimby. I like the the crunchy. I like that it's bar ice cream sandwich. They can sort of get mushy and they get melty, and then you're holding it in the paper, but the yeah. ice cream comes out underneath the paper. And then what do you do? Eh. So I'm going bar. All right, great Thank division you. Southwest Division semifinals: Churro Uh-oh. versus the Dole Whip. Oh, oh no! Come on! Oh, it's yes. too early. Too early. Yes, yeah. this is what we went, what we were this here is what for. Everybody's turning it. So this is Christy versus Eric once again. <laughs> so I do want to put out there as many bowl whips as there are there are just as many churros you can get Sleeping Beauty churros that are actually yellow and purple made of Sleeping Beauty <laughs> well, we, we try not to say that out loud but yes um, there are apple cinnamon churros there are churros that come with fondue there are churros with caramel there are churros with toffee there are, ch- there are churros for every I mean, every thing you can think of, yes, there's a churro for that. So, for those of you who are. That there weren't as many Dole Whips as there were churros. So, for those of you who are Disneyland fans, I think churro is a hands down winner because it's so iconic for that park. But if you're Mm -hmm. a Disney World fan, you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Right. Let's, let's, (laughs) exactly. Let's let's go to my argument, which is the Dole Whip 
is consistent. It is consistent on both coasts. There are multiple variants that are also consistent on both coasts. You, you just add on to the. Let's let's leave out all the crazy the, the crazy crap. Let, let's leave out the, uh, the the wildly popular Kakamura float, which is just an assault of flavors on your senses. Let's look at the basic Dole Whip. The basic Dole Whip is the exact same on both coasts. You can get it at multiple locations in both coasts. It's the same. People at Walt Disney World don't know... Walt Disney World fans don't know what Ochuro is because they go to Pecos Bills and they get these, like, inch-long chunks of hard dough with chocolate sauce. I mean, (laughs) come on. What is that? And also, Eric, you cannot add alcohol to your churro. Uh-huh. You can, but you have to bring it in yourself, and um, I am I not willing to uh, make that kind of sacrifice. I don't want to get banned, permabanned from the parks. I'm not going to do it. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dan, did you want to make a some sort of uh, I, non sequitur or something? Uh, <laughs> oh, so you do listen to the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think bells are loud. <laughs> no, I... So... I love the Dole Whip, but it, I, the problem I have with it is it's become like a monster that cannot be contained. Yeah. It, it's sort of like how I feel about In-N-Out, where I love it, but I'm irritated by how much people talk about it and love it. And Hey, did w- you know that In-N-Out opened up in multiple locations in Colorado and you have to wait two hours to get a freaking hamburger? Yeah, exactly. Right. And and, and it was... It's it, it's taking this thing that's such a good idea. It's very simple, and then by complicating it with all of the, we're going to serve it in a bowling ball, and we're going to serve it in a shoe, and like all of this stuff, where it's just like the reason why it takes so damn long to get both In and Out and a Dole Whip is because everyone wants to make theirs a special experience. Every you don't need to get animal style. Get just a double double. Get out. Okay. And shut All up. All right. Hold it right there. However, I get animal style. Yeah, animal style. You're styles, part of the go. problem. You know, do you know the, the time it takes to do animal style? It's like 10 seconds. So that's, that's, that's not, <laughs> but that's the 10 reason seconds. It ta- the reason it takes so long is because it's popular. Now, that's whether an exponential or not, 10 argue, seconds. No, here's, but here's, here's your argument. It, 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 is it popular with reason or because it's popular because people, here it's popular. I, I have to tell people the all the time. One. I have to tell people all the time. In and out isn't that good. So people go like from Texas or Tennessee. They go, man, I really want In and Out. Kids, really that good? And I go, no, it's a good fast food burger. It is, right? But it's nothing to wait longer than fifteen minutes for. That's, right. that's just that's just reality. Dole think, Whip, same thing. I see that friggin' line outside the tra- uh, tiki room, and I go, "What are you guys waiting for? That you're waiting for constituted powder? It's weird." Anyway, so here's my thought. Number one, I was thinking of going churro because uh, that's me. Um, but then, I, what Jimmy was saying, if I go to Disney World, would I get a churro? Absolutely not. There's no way in hell you'd catch me eating a churro again. I'm not making making that mistake twice. However, I wouldn't get a Dole Whip at either. Because mm. they're garbage. Mm. So mm. I'm going churro. Oh. oh. By the way, if you go to Disneyland, go inside of the waiting area of the Tiki Room and wait in that line. It's much shorter. Churros win. Woohoo! See, I'm that... Uh, I was... I was going in that direction as well because of the Dole Whip problem that we were talking about. But mm-hmm. I can't imagine going to Disney World and expecting 
a delicious Disneyland churro and getting the little sadness pellets. Yeah. And yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah. Conference finals. Great. I just heard that HBO Max is going to have a new cake show to to compete with Nailed It and Great British Bake Off and Cake Boss. Nice. They'll probably overproduce. Of course. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the semifinals of the Northeast uh, thing. <laughs> savory flavory. Savory flavory is savory what it's flavory. In the Northeast division, we have popcorn versus the turkey leg. Mm. Uh, and that would be here too. another Christy v. Eric. Yeah. So I know we talked about my 5,000-year-old discovered by the Mayans delicious street that is iconic in theme parks. But what Disney does better than other theme parks is they have their popcorn carts themed to the area they're in. And the Roasty Toasties or Popcorn People are also themed to where they are. In Tomorrowland, you might see the Rocketeer or you might see some steampunk gears by the Haunted Mansion. You might see Oogie Boogie if they're doing the overlay, or you might see one of the 999 spirits turning your popcorn. Um, There are a couple I'm kind of afraid of clowns, and so um, clowns are scary, so I try not to go to the ones with clowns, but they have Dapper Dan's, they have a Yeti. I mean, it really is an experience, and while you're waiting for your popcorn in your super cool $12 bucket, you can also watch the Roasty Toasties and um, see the pretty, the, I mean, the carts are beautifully decorated for the area they're in. So, popcorn, rock on. Turkey right, legs. Eric. Yeah, turkey legs don't uh, don't deal with any of that roasty toasty business. They're just, <laughs> a, it's a hunk of meat on a bone. You don't need it anything is. else. You don't need a container for it. It's, it's, a, it's a bone. It's a chunk of an animal with more yes. animal on it, and then you eat that animal. Um, the end. You notice you don't see any popcorn shirts on the Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash coveyors. Oh, well, okay. uh, not for lack of trying, Bev wants me to do mat- the Mattercorn. All oh, right. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Matter Turkey like No, that doesn't work. Well, we did a castle out of Turkey Lake, so there you go. Can I, uh, can Dan, what do you think? Yeah, I gotta say, uh, there's a little place called Frontierland. It exists. Same thing with Adventureland. You can walk through these environments gnawing on a turkey leg, just like the period. Like times. Right. Or just like a awesome, you know, old-timey, old west, old-timey western person. You're like, I, I killed, the, I done killed this turkey. Right. Like, that's, that's it. And the popcorn's right. trash. Okay. Uh, Jimby. Yeah, I already said it. Uh, you but did. you could also walk we'll around. You, you could also walk around in the land of the future, gnawing on said turkey leg. Like it's the last one that was in the dystopian right. environment. It was, right. it was the cloning machine. Yes, yeah. it was synthesized for you right now. If or, it were, if or it were movie theater popcorn, like Dan was saying, I would say popcorn. But because Disney Disneyland Disney World popcorn is not that great, or it's inconsistent yeah. at best, I would say turkey leg. Okay. So this is another thing of I go with my heart or my habit. So, uh, Christy, if you would have mentioned the flavored popcorns at the Cozy Cone, 
That would have been more of a slammer, slammer dunkaroonie spin reverse jam because I get those consistently every time. I love a turkey leg, but I haven't purchased a turkey leg in the parks for some time. However, I wouldn't, uh, but I don't know if you can vote for one version of a snack that's in a different park that you could source. So I don't know. This is the thing. Do I do I go with the thing I really love, which is the turkey leg, or the thing I get all the time, which is the flavored popcorn? Who I, I don't care who you are. Nobody should be eating just plain popcorn. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it. Um, ah, this is really hard for me. <laughs> this is I don't a know, tough getting one. emotional. I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna go with what I. <laughs> Turkey leg. Oh, turkey leg. Ah. I'm going. I'm going with it. Yeah, What's we that? talked about the idea of popcorn. The idea of popcorn would win, but the actual execution of eating said popcorn, maybe not so much. I agree. Okay. Moving on to the Southeast Division semifinals, we have the pickle spear, <laughs> the pineapple spear from the fruit cart division. Bring it. Okay. Um, Eric. Could you tell us about how microbiotics help the human beings? <laughs> so it's okay. No, no, no. Uh, so pickles, they, uh, they're, they're a very old way of keeping things. And, uh, you can preserve, I was going to do a whole history of the pickle and I did, we don't have time for that, but, um, so this is a pickled no, no, no. cucumber. Ultimately. We're only at an hour and a half. Go for it. Well, Jason has a heart out, so... Um, yeah, it's, it's, that, it's that we don't have time for it. Not that it would be thoroughly uninteresting to hear the, the history of the pickle. It would be very to educational. To determine whether or not very what snack is better at Disneyland. Oh, my. You're wait, an insane so, person. Wait, have you listened to the show or not? <laughs> yes! A Bavarian man reached into a bucket once and found <laughs> it was surprisingly edible. He was soaking his feet in Epsom salt, and his his uh his uh cucumber fell in. So here's here's this is the angle I'm going to take. You have pineapple spears at the uh the place that sells the Dole Whip, Disneyland. Well, yeah, the the Dole Tiki (laughs) Juice Bar, the the Tiki Juice Bar. You have the pineapple spears there. So if we're going to crown the champion of the fruit cart itself. It's got to be the pickle. Because you can only get it at fruit carts. Yep. But you can also get pineapple spears at fruit carts. That's true. <laughs> no, but you can't get the pickle at the tiki, the tiki, the tiki juice place. Because it would be really people weird going to could. a tiki bar don't want a pickle? Okay, so I can't tell what Dan's arguing for. Uh, Eric, <laughs> go ahead, please. I, it's, I'm saying if we're, if we're going to say it's the champion of the fruit cart itself... Uh, the fruit cart division. Not okay. all the fruit offerings in the resorts. If we're okay. saying it's fruit cart, then it's got to be pickle because you can get the pineapple spear other places. Okay. I can get a pineapple at very few places compared to a pickle, which I can get at Jimmy John's. I can have them deliver an entire pickle. But there's no Jimmy John's at the park. Yes, yet. but what is at the park is the ability... To go to a, an exotic-looking locale and get a like an eighth of a pineapple in spear form, where when I get it in a can, I can only get it in like tiny chunks or rings. Um, 
or rings. Christy, yeah. Christy, give me your opinion, please. It would definitely be a pickle for me. I I love the fact that you can walk with it. It's self-contained. I talk just, with I, it? It would be a pickle. I talk to my pineapples all the time. <laughs> Jimmy, go ahead. Pineapple is my favorite fruit. I like pickles, but it's a little much. Those things are real big. They're big. It's too much. I'm going pineapple because of what Eric said. It is sort of a uh, an accoutrement to the area that you are in. You feel like it's just more immersion, not emulsion, is what I've always said. So uh, I'm always saying that, in fact. Always. Oh, yeah, um, that's, the next, that's the next shirt. Yeah. It's, yeah, on your, so, it's on your gravesite. So true. So true about that. Um, so pineapple spear. Okay. Let's go. The battle of All the right. spears is over. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the conference championship finals. Yeah. In the Western Conference, we have the premium Mickey ice cream bar. Its challenger, the churro. What do you want on a, a hot summer's day? A churro. Whether you're visiting <laughs> the Florida Everglades or the California, um, you're oh, in a nice. desert. Do you want something hot and covered with sugar and fat? Or do you want something cold you can crunch into? Covered with sugar and your, fat. Let's be honest, though. Your, Orange make County your face slightly colder. But Eric, let's be honest. Orange County kind of is the Florida of California, right? <laughs> Whoa! So I don't know about that. <laughs> you, you haven't asked my opinion yet, Jason. But I'm going to say it. The, the thing is, to your point, the the premium ice cream bar is iconic yes. in all resorts. Yes. The churro is iconic in Disneyland Resort. Well, Disney World shuns the churro. <laughs> I did not discover the churro until 2015 when I went to my first. Disneyland resort trip. Well, let's let Christy uh, make her conversation, please, and then we can... Churros are iconic. Uh, They're delicious. You can get them in different flavors. You can get them in different colors. They're easy to walk around with. There's no death stick. It's just better. They don't melt. It's just better overall. Portable, churros rule. Premium bars drool. So again, here's here's the thing, right? I've never had... I don't care. I don't want a premium ice cream bar. Um, I like churro. I think it's great, but I wouldn't go to Disney World and get one. Get and the only place I've thought about getting a premium ice cream bar is in Disney World. I wouldn't go to Disneyland to get a premium ice cream bar either. So I'm sort of like split between the two. Dan, would you like to say something to sway me either way? Imagine you, I don't know your relationship to churros, but imagine, how about this? Imagine you take Terrence to Disney World. Mm. Oh, how much Imagine he gets a fistful of ice cream bars, <laughs> <laughs> and and you know how much he loves the churro, and you say, and he says, "I want to go get churros." And you're like, Terrence, you don't want you don't want this, and then but he he loves churros so much that he you can't sway him, and he goes like it's while you're you know basket. getting you're getting fast passes or something, and he's like, "I'm gonna go get these churros," and you come back and you see the look on his face, you're your close friend and co-host Terrence, who you love so much. Yeah, that's me. Uh, churros. <laughs> churros win. Oh, oh. It is so iconic. It is, it is. Churros have sort of like transcended themselves. They're not a snack anymore. They are part of the park. So much so that they have a lot like, a lot like Disney World has done. 
Disney World is a copy. It is a facsimile of the real thing. Disneyland, the Disney World churros are a facsimile of the real thing. People still like them, and if they didn't like them, they wouldn't sell them. Um, so, regardless what I think, if the quality is good or bad or whatever, the Disneyland is superior. Uh, churros. <laughs> Okay, now this could get real interesting because the <laughs> conference championship <laughs> from goes. the Northeast Northwest Division, the conference championship is between the Turkey Leg and the Pineapple Spear. <laughs> oh my god, dude! All right, it's battle. it's me versus me at long last. <laughs> yeah, we didn't think yes. this part through, did we? <laughs> no, we, oh, well, we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, take that pineapple spear. Well, Jimmy, <laughs> like made out of meat. Jimmy, you love pineapples. Uh, you, you've been championing the pineapple. Do you want to? Do you want to take that on? Now we've been doing this for about an hour and a half. At, at what point has what I said had any influence in any way? I don't know. <laughs> Very valid. Well, the answer is zero. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, from iconic snack, when you think, and in this, I'm a little swayed by you know turkey leg shirts and whatever, but. But I don't think turkey leg, I don't think anything but Disney parks, whereas pineapple spears I got in my kitchen right now. So what? Who's making the argument? Eric against okay. me. Okay, I'll just make um, sure. Yeah. When it comes to just me versus me, uh, one of these is iconic and the other is a honk of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, Christy, what do you think? Oh, it would have to be turkey leg. Huzzah, huzzah, huzzah. Yeah, for sure. Daniel? Turkey leg. Jimmy? Turkey leg. Yeah, turkey leg. Let's go. Okay, so <laughs> here, here's where now I get we did that. Life. This is the battle of the ears up t-shirts that we did yeah. not <laughs> Oh, yes. I really, I really yes. tried to avoid this at all costs. <laughs> but I think the bottom line is the two iconic snacks are the churro and the turkey leg. And if you would like to vote, listener, go to purchase no, it's over the, now. Sh- the shirt that you would... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, whatever, shirts, shirts. Yes. Whatever, oh. whatever shirt we have. If we sell nine, 900 shirts, then we'll buy another Steve Gutenberg video. That's right. Ooh. If we sell nine shirts, I would, I would be happy. Well, I bought two of them already. Um, okay, so which is better, the turkey leg or the churro? Okay, who who's arguing who? The churro. Christy and Eric. Again. Turkey leg. Churro. All right, pull out all the stops, Christy. Is there anything that you haven't told me about your love of churros or their place in the uh, zeitgeist that is theme parks? No, I just think nine times out of ten, if you see somebody walking around with a snack, are they going to be carrying a turkey leg or are they going to be carrying a churro? I mean, you can get a sack of churros and hand a churro to everybody in your family. you got to admit, there's one member of your family you do not want eating your turkey leg with you. You know there is. Every single one of us has one. So churros, they're shareable, they're portable, they're great. So the average amount of turkey that is uh, that you're supposed to estimate for your family when it comes to Thanksgiving time is 1.25 pounds of turkey per family member. The turkey leg is 1.5 pounds. You're not meant to share this. You're on vacation. You're eating that whole thing. You're not sharing with other people. You can, 
But why put your face onto a thing that has had somebody else's face on it? No, eat that entire turkey leg yourself. Don't focus on the sharing aspect. A churro is just one per person. You don't share a churro with somebody. Come on. Come on. I, so, I, um, I think that's an important point, and and that really, I mean, I'm going to go turkey leg either way because I'm, Dan's going I'm, leg. I'm a savory person, but you, you have an excellent point, which is that not only are you having a turkey leg and it's all the fun and all the sloppiness and everything, but you are having the proper amount of Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's it, Jimmy. What is what it's is true. more American than Thanksgiving and also amount. Disneyland? The proper amount. Yeah, that's was... the that's the part that got me over the line there. Mm. So mm. that that is a meal serving. So my only argument is that we're we're having the snack down smackdown. And yes, the turkey leg is considered a snack, but that is a meal. By only by virtue of the fact that that is a meal, and I didn't really want the churro to win. Um, churro. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so here's here's the thing. I feel like people snack and they eat at Disneyland. They eat the food there because it's something you can't really get at home, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you sort of indulge, you splurge on. I mean, yeah, of course you can make popcorn at home, but but not really. It's not ever going to taste the same. You know, you can you, you can't make beignets at home. Um, you know, you can make gumbo at home, but it's still not the same. <clears throat> it's, you know, whatever it is. Unless you uh, follow the recipe on, on our famous blog. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, look, there might be some holes in my argument. I'm not saying that's perfect. <laughs> However, um, the thing about turkey legs is that you can make them at home. But if you ever tried to make a shoe pastry and, and deep fry that thing, Taryn has been, has been working on a churro recipe for a week now. And it's, imp- it's, it's very, very hard to do at home. You can't replicate the churro at home. The churro is iconic. Again, it is in all of the Disney parks. Yes, yeah, so are turkey legs. But people get more excited about churros. I feel like, again, it's going back to that popcorn versus whatever it was, the pretzel. You smell the <laughs> churro in the park. You walk by the cinnamon and sugar smell hits you. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here. But you don't really smell the turkey legs, right? It's like smelling smell the chimichanga. You it's smell like, the what? people that are eating the turkey. turkey <laughs> yeah, <legs. Yes>. right. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm gonna have to say, and and like you, Jimmy, I didn't want the churro to win. Although I did look at the board and I and I thought, okay, turkey legs churro. I, I picked out what it was gonna win in in my head, and I really tried very hard not to make this outcome happen. But it's just sort of inevitable. The churros, churros, churros. The churro is the supreme snack at the Disney parks in North America, at least. If we're arguing Tokyo, I think popcorn would have won. But anyway, uh, just from the sheer variety. So thank you, Jason. We have decided that the churro is the supreme snack 2021 Sweet 16 Snackdown Smackdown. We'll do this again next year. Um, so thank you, Jason, for, for yeah. being here. I want Thanks for to, having me. Yeah, absolutely. It was fun. And uh, I want to uh, suggest our other shows. We have Ears Up. And uh, Jason, what's going on with Ears Up? I don't know. Nothing. Not Why? <laughs> what have you heard? All right. Uh, Listen to Ears no. Up. What you hear? Uh, well, if you're listening live right now, the next Ears Up show is uh, going to be a me show where I talk about Disney's influence on the space race. Oh. Uh, so we're going to talk about on, that. On, 
Yep. So we're going to be talking about that. And then uh, we're going to have in depth next week as well. Uh, there's a lot going on, um, you know, over, uh, over there. Great. Uh, Also, we have Ears Up In Depth, which Jason just mentioned. That's Jason and Jeremy talking about the latest Disney news. I'm sure the next episode you'll hear all about Disney's park opening and when that's going to be. Yeah, yes. Well, they haven't really announced it yet as far as I know. April 30th. Definitely talking about that. Um, uh, Back to Ears Up, the main show for a second. We did interview pianist Tom Amin on the last show. So if you haven't heard that, check that out. That is our most recent show. It was, it was a lot of fun. Tom was that great. That was a he, great episode. He does. Oh. Thank you. He does some great Disney uh, renditions on the piano and uh, he was just an all around cool guy to talk to. So, uh, so check that out as well. You don't even have to be that into Disney music. It's, it's just, you know, very classically. Uh, he did a star Wars album too, which is very good as well. Yeah. And I was, I was impressed by his, willingness and ability to just hang out with you guys and do the show like just do the show with you he was so cool from the beginning he was very very cool uh, about everything and uh i ended up actually cursing a few times in that recording so and i never i never i try not to do that on the show but number one i do too much radio so i i forget what show i'm on but also uh, anyway so if you listen to that show and you hear like a a little line from uh, the star wars theme song on piano that's me covering up my own swears instead of beeping it out (laughs) i did that a similar thing can be found on scraping the vault where you can get our swears covered up by various sounds and listen (laughs) the cats episode uh we're back to our normal format in uh, at the end of this month in March with Cinderella 2 Dreams Come True, straight into the Disney sequel. Uh, but it's not the time travel one. Not yet. Just mm. wait. It's and bad. then you can listen to some boring Star Wars crap at Banter, Beskar, and Banter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, uh, go to Disneyland.com. Uh, Disneyland does a lot of great work. They, uh, they support our show, and they've helped us design a new shirt. This is a blatant ripoff of the churro shirt and the turkey yeah. shirt. I disavow this at all costs. It is the Wii <laughs> shirt. Shaped like Cinderella Castle. Look for that soon on Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash cover ears. Buy it fast because uh, Jason's going to file an injunction against us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, go to Disneyland.com. A lot of fun. Uh, and then also listen to Spectral Radio. There's a lot of 50th anniversary Epcot. Um, material there. If you're a patron of the Spectral Radio, you can get a special code to listen to special uh, 50th anniversary Disney World things. And also you can support us by going to patreon.com forward slash ears up. Become a patron. You get a lot of extra content. And uh, it's a lot of fun over there. There's, there's some good things happen, right, Jason? That's true. And for as little as $2 a month, you don't get anything, but you support the show. You there keep you the lights on on all these shows which really, really helps. But at $5, if you want more content, we have the secret show where we uh, give you a drink recipe every time. Eric makes an appearance in the chat room every now and then. Uh, so does Dan, lightly. And um, <laughs> um, and that's it. It's fun. It's a good time. So uh, come be a part of the community. Actually, the secret show people, they sort of like band together. They're, they're like this yes. little uh, group of friends community. online. It's, oh, it's yeah. fun. It's, it's really cool. It's, it's great. Yeah. Speaking of community and things being great, uh, we are going to have Game Night, The Adventures Continue, April 10th. Go to our Facebook group. And yeah, it's our one-year anniversary of Game Night from Pandemic Shutdown. Nice. Yeah, and our next episode will be, after the Stackdown Smackdown, will be the Carousel of Progress. 
somehow. But, but how? <laughs> That's an edit. That's but an edit. How? Oh, sorry. Oh, good. There you go, Eric. That's more work for Eric. <laughs> so what's the next one after that? Uh, after that will be Rivers of America. Okay. Rivers so that's our next. Our next episode will be the Rivers of America, followed by Trader Sam's oh, with Taryn, Taryn oh. Petros. Oh, oh she knows. yes. And then we're <laughs> going to learn how to we're going to learn how to drink around the world at Epcot with Julie from SF Gate, the San Francisco Chronicle. All right. Yeah. In the meantime, thank you for joining us. Congratulations to the churro for being the ultimate supreme snack at Disney parks. Uh, be good to each other, and we'll see you on the next show. Fresh bake! Superior. <laughs> superior. Supreme. Supreme snack. What, what, what show are we on? Raping the churro. Alright, I stopped recording. Oh, Alright. I will stop recording as well. Done. Do you need the music? music. (laughs) I'm okay. (laughs) I was just waiting. All right. (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to be two hours of this. You're welcome. All right. Here we go. Welcome. But then Jimmy, you play his his theme and he's just like, let me tell you more. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. It's great. (laughs) And even when I'm done talking, I'll just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Churros win. Woo-hoo. It's stupid. I don't even Wait. know. I'm going to go get a beer. Stupid. I'm going to. Okay, listener. It's just I'm you just going to look at Tiny Dan and smile. And we're just going to look. We're, we're just going to talk about. You know what, listener? What do you want to talk about? Right. Yeah, this, this might get cut out. I don't know. We, well, we'll never know. Eric, while you're listening to this part and you're editing it, I know you're probably considering leaving it in a little bit. You probably, I, I think we both know that you probably shouldn't, but that's also part of the reason why maybe you should. And Jason's right. got it now, so who knows what kind All of right. Great. Uh, Eric, do you, oh, he's gone. Would you like to talk to Eric's cool screen, though? It's a geodesic dome on the inside. I think, uh, I think we I got think a nice... the entire theme park's inside of it.